This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode number 34. The 1.0.7th rule of brawling is... Get your free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. You have quite a treasure there in that Horodric cube. From the far reaches and burning depths of sanctuary comes Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo podcast. It's beginning to feel like some great evil is permeating the air around here. Now, your hosts, Nevik, Breja, and Jen. Stay a while and listen. Coming to you from the proverbial Dawnforge pouch. Why am I talking like this? I don't know, but this is episode 34 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It is Friday, February 15th, and I am your host, Nevik, and I am joined by my two co-joeys. Brasia, how are you this evening? I'm awesome. I saw a movie with zombie chickens. I'm so happy. Wait, there's a movie with zombie chickens? Oh, actually, it's a pretty terrible movie. So I'm not even going to go into it. I think I've heard of this movie. I don't remember the title, but yeah, it was like a really low-budget movie, but it was done intentionally that way. Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't even that. It was uh, Abraham Lincoln versus zombies. Oh, <laughs> and there were zombie terrible. chickens in that? Well, I call them zombie chickens because they're really being really quiet, trying to sneak around. All, of a sudden, <laughs> all these chickens just start making noises, and the zombies come and attack them as a result of it. So I was like, zombie chickens! <laughs> it was great. The one of the worst movies. It looked like a YouTube video. It was great. Oh. Uh, it was on, it's on Netflix, so go and watch it. Okay. And then you'll laugh, just like we did. Because they had porkins in the movie, too. <laughs> and Jen, how are you? I'm doing okay. Doing okay. Better than yesterday. And uh, Yeah. It's about as, yeah. Yeah, nothing's better than going to see the dentist on Valentine's Day. Woohoo. Yeah, well... <laughs> Hey, what, what's a what's a cracked tooth, you know? Oh, I know. Yeah, I thought it was a cracked filling, but no, the filling's fine. I've cracked a tooth. Ouch. But yeah, I didn't feel it. You know, I had no idea. Um, so basically, um, if you didn't eat the whole box of candy, maybe you. Wouldn't I, I know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. Um, I haven't been into a dentist in years because I didn't have dental insurance. So going back in, um. Overall, except for the little cracked tooth, it's pretty good. But I do have a couple of teeth that are... Well, they're not really teeth much left anymore because they're so full of fillings. And the large filling seems to be fine, but a couple of the small ones do not. So now i got to go back to get some fillings redone, which may or may not turn into one or more extractions. Ouch. And I'm waiting for my health insurance to kick... Or my dental insurance to kick in so that I can afford it. Yeah. So... Yeah, but I'm in no pain now. I was kind of yesterday because you skip a lot of years of going to the dentist. That first cleaning is not pleasant. No, no, it's yeah. not. And um, it, you you heard our fourth musketeer, Lantonio. Lantonio, you're not you're not as um two sheets into wait. Is that is that how the metaphor? No, I'm I'm actually quite. Sorry. Oh, okay, this is good. <laughs> so we, we we might actually have a a, a 
backup copy of your of I your can't track. say later I will be. Oh, you're going to blame it on yes. that. <laughs> of course I am. Okay. All right, go <laughs> ahead. Blame it on that. You were <laughs> it probably was. You were drunk. You didn't even realize how much noise you were making in episode 33. Yeah. I didn't even want to. I didn't want to listen back to it. I can't, <laughs> I can't take the shame. <laughs> but how, how have you been? I'm good. I uh, went on vacation for uh, Valentine's Day slash anniversary with my fiance. From Sunday till Wednesday, we went to the Cyprus in Madison, Wisconsin. That place is awesome. Um, it's got a built-in pool inside the room and uh, every community you can think of for jacuzzis and water slides and everything's like all private though in your own room and stuff. So that was that was really fun. And then uh, in between that and now, just been checking out 107 and doing a whole lot of Paragon leveling. Um, be- before I jump into the rest of the show, I, I did want to, I-, I guess, go over the show, ri- or like who we are, in case this is the first time you've ever listened to us. We are a, a- as you might gather, um, we-, we are not, you-, you know, an explicitly news or hardcore detail show. We are a community podcast. What that means is we like to get our listeners involved, either through email, Twitter, or either, either having them on. So that that's what we are. You you can go to our, our blog over at ShatteredSoulStone.com to see our about page, and that, that'll kind of give you a better idea of who we are and why, why things are funnier in my head. But anyways... Um, what I've been up to, uh, not a whole lot. I was experiencing a bunch of burnouts, and then 107 dropped. And also, our astute listeners probably have realized that we are a week behind, or we delayed the show a week. And that was because, one, we ran into some scheduling problems last weekend, and then, two, uh, the developer Q&A didn't come out last Friday, as we were expecting, and so we delayed the show to Monday, and then, then we found out that, oh, hey, 107's coming out, so... Uh, let's just postpone it to Friday. So, here we are. So, yeah. Sorry, everybody. You know, an extra week, but hey. Real life happens sometimes. So, let's go into what we've been up to in-game. Uh, we'll start with you, Lantonio. Well, like I said, I've been doing a lot of Paragon leveling. I got, uh, a few of the plans, the new crafting plans. Made some of those, did, uh, some farm runs, but mostly just been grinding those... Uh, Roja runs for my Paragon routes, but uh, I was in game with you the other day, made my first amulet, got a pretty nice, well, not my first one, my first one wasn't very good, but after a couple, I got a crit chance, crit damage, and I think life percent, or uh, I can't know what the rest of it was. It had a lot of vitality on it, if I remember correctly. Yeah, actually I can look at it. I had 159 vitality and 230 intelligence, 63 crit damage and six crit chance so i know there's a lot of room for improvement still but that's my best one so far but um i've probably made like 20 and that's the only one i've had really worth keeping um on a, on a lighter note i made shoulders and i've made one pair and they were a quite a boost upgrade from my vile wards they ended up having a seven pickup radius a 63 all res and 10 percent life on them with 248 armor as well so not all the vit, but the 10% life kind of made up for it. So I, I gained like 2,000 DPS and I think 2,000 life, somewhere around there. So that was great. I got that one roll, and I haven't really done any more. I, I tried to roll a bunch of gloves, 
but I never got any hits. I'm trying to get a trifecta or something good. Yeah. Now, now, did you farm these plants, or did you visit the, uh, or did you farm the auction house for them? Um, I actually farmed everything, but the vit amulet I bought, I believe. Oh wow. Um, yeah, I got them all. Um, well, I've been doing nothing but um, paragon running for the most part, so I've been killing a lot of champions and. They just drop pretty often, so I've gotten a bunch uh, that way just from random groups. I haven't gotten any from the uh, mini-bosses yet myself, but I have, like I said, I haven't really been doing a lot of that. Trying to get my guy up to, I made a goal for level 40, and then I figured I'd do some other stuff, but I also spent a lot of time playing with uh, JC Monkey and um, Jesse and uh, Jamie and Jesse and stuff, and we did a lot of growling and checked all some of that new stuff out that's that's pretty fun um you can see it's definitely has room for improvement but it reminds me you know d2 brawling for the most part just something extra to fun to mess around with who was uh who was winning most of the night well not for the most part we went back and forth i did win more often i think because i had the witch doctor i mean pretty much what happened is jesse's a barbarian um saintly demon and for a barbarian, as long as they have Berserker, they can pretty much get that first kill, most likely. Um, and if they don't, they don't get the, anything because their CC is horrible and you can turn them into chickens, freeze them, whatever. And then Jamie has a Witch Doctor as well, but it's just not as, as strong as mine and stuff, so it had a lot of issues. But the hardest guy to play against so far has been a Demon Hunter with good um, centuries out. Stuff because I don't know what I can't I don't know what all them skills are called but the one I think that heat seek seal mm, mm -hmm. that one was a pain to get by but between having jaunt uh, spirit walk and jinx for the hex the I think the witch doctor is probably pretty op in there I did take on a monk you know with that um, conviction aura and it didn't even hurt me mm -hmm. so I don't know why everyone's saying that was so great but. Other than that, that's pretty much what I've been doing. Not a ton of anything too exciting. I haven't done any Uber runs or anything like that. I've been collecting keys and machines and all that, but mostly just trying to catch up with you with all the leveling. Yeah. Oh, one more thing. I did go back to my wizard. You did. I played my wizard for a you while. Did. Yes. This is I played my this wizard. This is good. This is very good. And I like this. I'm still not excited. No. <laughs> now, now this Unfortunately, is not good. I mean, I don't have, I don't have as good a gear, you know, for him yet. I mean, I have some stuff that's decent, but I decided, I think, what I'm gonna do with my wizard is turn him into a CM wizard to, for extra Uber help if I need to. I see. I'm doing Uber since they're so easy to do. I mean, I got basic gear with more than enough room for improvement on everything, and I do close to eighty thousand damage and can stun like everything. Um, I actually was stunlocking for the most part on an MP8 run without dying. Um, so those guys really are OP. So, But I, I tried to do the Piercing Orb Blizzard, and I was getting killed on MP0. What? So I didn't like that. Yeah, what? I was still just getting owned in MP. Even with, I think I had like 60,000 DPS with my gear, still dying like crazy. I don't have a lot of res, though, so that might be a problem. I only have like 400 res. Yeah. All res. That, that could be it. And... And maybe maybe your health pool needs to be a little more healthy. Yeah, like thirty-eight thousand, I think. Wait, when you were talking about Jesse and how a barbarian is at a disadvantage, I, I I think we can conclude from just that one anecdotal evidence that a barbarians suck in, in brawling, and this is why Jay Wilson has stepped down from the team. <laughs> <laughs>
that's me. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's true, though. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But, um, so, Jen, I, I know you've also been doing some brawling, so why, why don't we go into what you've been up to? Okay, um, well, we'll start with the brawling. Uh, Sean and I played D3 for Valentine's Day, because that's what I wanted to do. After nothing, getting out of the dentist, sends. I'm like, I want to slay some demons, you know? Yep. Um, so, <laughs> you were saying? Oh, nothing says loving like punching each other in the face, right? Exactly, yay! You know, um, <laughs> <laughs> neither one of us is big on Valentine's Day, so, yeah, you know, ne- neither, we just neither to play. My, my wife and I don't celebrate BD either. <laughs> Good. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we tried out the brawling, and it's really fun. But yes, a barbarian is disadvantage mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, now, when we went in, his barbarian is at level twenty-three, and my demon hunter was at twenty-five at the time. I thought we were the same level, but we weren't. Um, and yeah, at this level, at least, you can just outrun the barbarian with the demon hunter very easily, and it's it was difficult. Um, I'm I don't know why he put up with me. Maybe because it was Valentine's Day, but I just kept slaying him. <laughs> and it, I mean, and I don't think it had to do with really a great deal of skill on my part. I think it has to do with what you're saying, where the barbarian kind of can't catch up, mm-hmm. you know, as easily. I think that's part of it. And I think the other part is definitely gear, because my demon hunter has a lot of gear that has like extra life, you know gain extra, you know, one or two life this many seconds or whatever, or after a kill or after, you know, that kind of thing. Um, And, you know, there was a point where I wanted to see, is it just the gear? And I literally just stood there and said, okay, keep going until you kill me. And I'm watching him hit the demon hunter and the hit points go down a little bit and then back up a little bit, like about halfway. And then he'll hit again and it'll go down a little bit and then halfway back up. And it took forever. And I mean, literally, I'm just standing there, like totally had to do with gear. Yeah. You know, but no, I gotta, I, I gotta say really that the, for a barb. Well, I'm sorry, what? Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say Nevik's barbarian would actually, I think, might be a little bit different story in there though. That throwing barb, mm-hmm. um, being able to spear in and grab and stun with the, I think there's, isn't there a throwing? One of the axes you can throw that they'll stun. Yes, there is. Possibly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, Jesse was using that against me. Tried it and it started actually worked pretty decent to help out to get a kill here and there. So that was one thing that might be a good build in there. Yeah, yeah, I can see where that would help for sure, because otherwise the barbarian's not ranged, you know, really well at all, <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. you can just sort of get out of get out of his range and outrun him. Especially as a demon hunter, you can just vault out of the way and he can't get you, you know. But the other thing mm-hmm. you were saying about sentry totems, seriously, if yeah. you ki- if you kill someone in the uh, you know the the battleground, the scorched chapel or whatever it is, um, drop a sentry totem right next to the corpse and then get out of range. And when they come back up and they revive, they're going to get hit two, three, four times before they figure out what's got them. And then you can start shooting as they're kind of confused. And, you know, it's a little overpowered, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But it's fun, though. Wait, I, wait. I, I'm, I, I could have sworn that when you died, you, there were certain spawn points around the, the graveyard area. Is no, there, mm-mm. there isn't? Nope. <laughs> Nope, oh. not in my experience. Nope, you uh, you die just like you do in game, where you see like the little like the sword and you know the little body on the ground, and um, oh well, that's that's really where stinky. you spawn. That's really yeah, stinky. it's right there, so you can literally camp the corpse. Wow. Mm-hmm. No, when um, I don't know what was going on when you were playing, but maybe it just happened. To there kill. was there were random spawn parts. The only time the guy would spawn on him is if you revive res them. 
I didn't res him though. I mean, I did a oh. couple times. I did, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I just stopped, and he was spawning right there anyway. Oh, I, and I then when when I died, we spawned all over the place. And we didn't have that happen. Maybe it was a glitch or something. But um, maybe when I died and respawned, it was the same spot. Huh. Maybe you just happened to kill Sean right on a spawn point. <laughs> but it was different spots. I mean, now you had three people, right, when you were playing? Yeah. So we only had two. Maybe how many people you have is, I don't know. Well, when I played with just Jamie for a little while, we, I would spawn. It was pretty random. I mean, depending on where he was, if he was on the right side of the map near the portal, I would spawn across the bridge pretty much every time. And if he was on the bridge, I'd spawn by the portal or um, the southeast side or southwest side of the map. It, it kept being random for the most part, just depending oh, on where weird. he was. I wonder why it did that. It didn't. What, did, what we didn't night have did that you happen. do yours? Valentine's night. <laughs> so last night. Oh, okay. So last night. Last night. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe there was an update, but that's too soon. Yeah, it was just last night. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, that was kind of our experience with it. And then we went running around and found out that there are absolutely no treasure chests to be found in the Scorch Chapel. I was kind of hoping there would be, <laughs> but there wasn't any at all. So that was brawling. <laughs> I did that for a little bit, and then we went and played. Uh, we were working on the Zoltan Cool quests with those two characters, mm-hmm. and we found this area. Have you ever run into the Foul Lair? F O W L. That's that. That is actually a spawn from the random. Uh, the oh god, what's that event? The there's like ten different outcomes, and the Foul Lair is actually one of those. Yeah, this is the first time I've seen it. Yep, and I've um, been trying to get that one because that's the last area that I need for the exploration. <laughs> Oh, wow. I don't know if you were on at the time. I had no idea what it was. We're just like, what is this? And there's this little, you know, sort of, um, it looks like the little thing you go into to find Zoltan Cool's yeah. parts, um, <laughs> but it wasn't. And there was a guy standing outside and he was like warning about how dangerous this place is and you shouldn't go in, you're going to die, that kind of thing. And his uh, friend is dead on the ground and has a, a satchel with a journal that talks about how optimistic they were about getting into this foul lair and how it just was horribly dangerous and and you go in and there are dozens and dozens of chickens in the foul lair just chickens <laughs> all over zombie the place chickens? no they weren't zombie chickens and you can't even target them either oh. you know they're just chickens so mm. we're walking around going okay foul lair chickens f-o-w-l that's pretty funny you know yeah. Um, but if you do walk around long enough, it's it's small. It's a small little area. If you walk around long enough, there is one pig in there. If you target him, it says that it's called a greasy pig. It's just one. <laughs> it's the only thing you can target in the entire lair. And if you do, it drops loot. I don't remember it being anything too significant at the time. But right. that's all there is. Wow. So you come back out and you're like, well, wow. You know, these guys are like, don't go in. You're going to die. And it's like just chickens mostly. Well, may- <laughs> may- maybe those two... Or maybe the survivor, maybe he um he played a lot of Zelda when he was young, and you know if you if you <laughs> kick, kick too many chickens, uh you know a bunch of chickens come and kill you. Yeah, they they mob you. So yeah. maybe that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, but it was kind of funny. Like I'd never seen that before. I hadn't heard of it. You know, I didn't look in the achievements for it or anything. <sighs> so that was kind of so. So you've been kind of random. You've been finding all these like um special super rare ghosts and stuff and. Like the da- data miner, and you get the foul lair, and next thing yeah. you know, you're gonna find Bashiok out in the Dalgar Oasis, and 
and you're gonna hit him. Oh, with... I didn't know he was out there. Yeah, he's a super rare spawn. Um, guess he's a, he's a fallen shaman, I think. Okay. Th that's cool. that's what the monster type is, right? The shaman, the the one that um... casts fireballs and can re revive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Mm -hmm. so, you know, back back when he was still the sh the shaman, <laughs> not not <laughs> not the evil you know spooky tree since he defected mm -hmm. and went back to that stinky wow development team but you know, anyway yeah boo. <laughs> but Bastion, anyway, i thought I... we were buds oh <laughs> but yeah. anyways well i'll look for him i'll have to look next time i go through there because i had no idea but that's that's what we did on valentine's day but before valentine's day i did play my uh barbarian a little bit and nothing too exciting. Um, she's level 46 now, still in Act 3 of Nightmare. I had to. I wanted to learn how to do like a game by yourself, because I've never done it the whole time I've been playing D3. Mm. I always leave the game open and play with whoever comes in, you know? Right. And so I had to like go find that and learn how to disable that. It was kind of different. Um, the other cool thing was I got the not-so-tough-now achievement. You kill 50 champions on the list. Oh, yeah, so it just popped up. I'm like, what's that? You know, so I have to go and like figure out which ones I killed because I don't know which ones. I have to go look. Um, oh, and one more thing. Last time or last show, maybe the show before, um, I said that I had talked to a player and I spelled his name because I didn't know how to say it. It was T T O S K. That, oh, you know? yes, yes. Yeah, he taught me how to say his name properly. <laughs> yeah. So it's pronounced Tosk. Yep. And I had no idea, so now I know how. Yep. So shout out to Tosk, who's probably listening and who definitely proved by uh, you know, telling me, oh, do you want to know how to pronounce my name, that he really does listen to our show. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, he, he messaged yeah. me in game two. I was like, oh, how about I just call you the double T? How does that sound? <laughs> yeah. So I've been having fun. I've been getting a little more time to play because my workload is about to dramatically change uh -oh. uh, with uh, writing. Yeah, so it happens. Freelance is a gamble. Right. Um, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. If you see me online a whole lot starting March 1st, you'll know that I didn't find extra work. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, Ooh, Jen might get to Inferno. I know, really. It's like, okay, <laughs> I have, I'll have like all of my characters at level 60, and I'll be like, all right, here we go. So yeah. anyway, yeah. that's what I've been up to. Yeah, come out from behind the bushes and beat everyone to Paragon level one hundred. <laughs> <laughs> so Brazia, what have you been up to? Oh well, in the game, uh, I decided to play more with my wither just to see about getting her up to level sixty. And I like this. Yeah, I I kind of like it too, especially with the change in the blizzard um, itself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I uh, it was funny. pretty amazing now. Yeah, before the patch, I was kind of grinding along, just moving slowly, and then I was at level forty-three, and then I hit forty-four, and then I also had one of those level sixty items with level requirement minus sixteen. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I was carrying around something that basically gave me fifteen thousand DPS at level forty-four, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, yeah. including the buff to Blizzard, now doing 510% damage. I just put like two of them out there, let things run into it, and just, you know, electrocute anything that comes through, and it, everything dies instantly. It's, it's very funny. I'm running through with MP10. I've only played three times this week with the uh, uh, Wizard. Got through 10 levels and maybe about four hours total played. And I just was not mm -hmm. moving quickly before that. 
uh, leveling. It would be like a level an hour or so. You know, I mean, I was just not going very quickly. But uh, it's mm -hmm. fun. It, it really is fun just to cover everything with a blizzard and say, Nemo's back! <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was I was just about to ask you how, how you felt about Blizzard being buffed after, after going through Nemo. Oh, it was wonderful. Only 30 inches outside my house, and then... Uh, that that wasn't Only. too bad, but the oh, snowdrift, wow. because they would just light snow at the start with, blowing all over the place, and everything blew off the house because we have a tall house anyways, which was good because then there's no way I could get up to get the snow off the roof. And it all piled up in front of our garage. So there was like, we have pictures of us standing outside, and it's almost as tall as I am, which is close to six feet. Wow. And wow. you could see, <laughs> it was hilarious. Because we had to dig through that, of course, to get to the garage, because that's where the snowblower was. Yeah! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> and then after we we, snow, we uh, did the whole driveway, and then all of the uh, sidewalks in front of us, we took pictures down the street, and it looks like nobody had done anything, and everybody's been out all day snowblowing, because there was no place to put the snow. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah. after Nemo came through, I tried to, you know, send a message to Blizzard, saying, please nerf Blizzard. Now! <laughs> and it didn't work. So, But that's okay. In-game, I like Blizzard. I just kind of wish I could have a macro. It you know, puts it up every time I hit it, it goes, NEMO'S COMING! So, that would be fun. <laughs> but, uh, Witch Doctor, I've kind of played around a little bit with it, just testing it out. I'm plan on next week or two getting more into doing some more end-game stuff now that they changed the leveling a little bit, and how that goes um, in Inferno. So uh, look for me on my Witch Doctor again sometime soon. Not a lot, but mm. soon. <laughs> so. Yeah, don't don't look for me on my on my Puke Doctor. Of course not. I, I'm I'm all about the wizard. Oh, I know. All about the wizard. So, so you like the changes? What, I take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I I actually have quite a bit here because I actually put in quite a bit of time. Which is somewhat funny because um, originally when we were going to record last weekend, I, I was starting to feel a little burnt out, and I was I was playing some other different stuff. And um, what? And yeah, and then uh, then then I got this itch to dust off my hardcore wizard, so I started playing with her again, and I got her up to level thirty, still still in Act Three normal, but uh, things are going pretty good there, and that that was before 107. And I was using Electrocute and Blizzard. Uh, I I guess that's a, I guess that's a thing now. You know, <laughs> it's somewhat like, I, I guess I should have named her Storm, but, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, the really the only thing of note that I did prior to 107 was uh, we had a listener by the name of Mach One or Emil on the forums mentioned that they needed the infernal machine plans and that they needed help. So I was like, well, you know, if I'm on, even if I'm in WoW or whatever, you know, I'll come over and help. So, oh, uh, yeah, took took the throwing barb out, and we, uh, I put it on MP5, and then we started the slog through Act 4, and we got a number of horrible champion packs. I mean, just absolutely horrid combinations of affixes and Oh, just anything like Waller oh, for a throwing barb is such a pain in the butt to deal with. But we we, we got to, uh, what is it, Necrat? Yeah, it's Necrat, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got to Necrat, and, and 
good old Mule died a couple times because that Hellfire ability is just insanely ridiculous. And, uh, but finally got Necrot down and the Infernal Machine plans dropped for both me and for the <laughs> for Emile. So it was like, sweet. Mission accomplished. Never have to go back to Act 4 ever again. Ever. You didn't, you didn't have them before? No, I, I did. Oh. But they dropped for me again on my Barbarian. Right. So. Oh, okay. And I made the mistake of accidentally clicking on it, which then meant I could not drop it at all until 107 came out. So now I can drop it, and I'll be like, hey, look. Hey, look, it's a Death Watch. Oh, wait, no, it's in Plan's Infernal Machine. <laughs> but, um, yeah, then 107 came out on Tuesday, and I've put in um, just over, uh, I think according to Raptor, over 20 hours this week so far, just this week. So you, Wow. Yeah, you, you might say um, I'm way back into Diablo 3 again. So I, I started off 107 with the intention of farming the plans, right? So I was like, okay, let's do a skeleton run. Skeleton King run. So I did that, and I was like, "Well, let's go do let's go do Queen of Rania," and man, that was a mistake. Never, ever, under any circumstance, do that ever. If you're trying to farm for plants, just don't do it. It's such a horrible waste of time. And I realized, why didn't I just go do Golm in Act Three? Because you know, I can go, I can go farm the Sky Crown battlements and most likely get my five stacks right there. And then you know you. There's a waypoint right in front of the door to the larder, so it's like perfect. And uh, so I did a couple GOM runs, and only one plan dropped. And I was like, oh, this is not worth it. So I checked the auction house, and I was like, what? Under 100k? And just started buying plans. I'm like, forget this. I'm, I'm not going to take the time to farm the plans. Not when they're going for so cheap on the auction house. And uh, then I did notice that there was a hotfix um, where the shoulders of strength were dropping originally and then they were so i somehow managed to get one of those to drop and then i checked the auction house and it was selling for about i think 1.4 million gold and i'm like whoa that's worth farming so i sold it for 1.3 mil uh really fast and then um, a couple hours later it was only worth 90,000 or 900,000 and then it dropped down to 500,000 and now it's down to like 200,000 or so. So, yeah, supply and demand, perfect example <laughs> of how that affects. And I think I think our our dear Jen is roboting a little bit, so I will just keep talking. What have I done? I've been cra I did some crafting. I crafted some gloves and some shoulders and a couple oh, actually not just a couple. I crafted quite a few amulets. Only two of which were pretty good. Not great. They weren't trifectors or anything. And, but, you know, still a DPS increase, so I was, I was feeling pretty good about that. My, my wizard is now sitting at, uh, with the, with the buffs that she gets from Spark, the familiar Spark Flint rune, and, um, the magic weapon sitting at 112, yeah, 112k DPS, so that's pretty, pretty fun. Makes MP3 pretty easy now. I, I'm farming on MP3. It's not quite as fast as if I were doing MP1 or MP2 and going with an Archon, but I just like the fact that I don't have to worry about, um, you know, hoarding monsters to kill in Archon form if I need to reapply buffs. So uh, my wizard is going with Electrocute and Blizzard 
and it's just working amazingly well. I, I just, I, I love it. It's kind of weird, you know, I I started this game off playing ranged and then going to melee and then going with a hybrid CM build and then, you know, after Antonio showed me the, the beauty that is a shocking aspect with the storm armor, I switched over to a lightning build and now I'm back to playing more ranged again. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. <laughs> But I, I'm loving it. I. So amongst your play, did you? Because I was one thing I was trying to figure out. Have you decided whether or not you're getting better experience um, while doing like farming and and uh, para leveling at, with at the same time, or do you think it's still faster to go into like MP0 and just kill everything super fast? I think since my kill speed on normal monsters is almost instantaneous. Um, at MP3, that's definitely where I should be farming and grinding experience at. I mean, some monsters, like the bigger ones, take a couple hits of electrocute, but for the most part, the little guys, um, if the blizzard doesn't kill them, the additional electrocute that comes in will. So it's like I can almost farm at running speed. So, right. so yeah, that's definitely where where I'm going to stay. And of course, you get that that lovely buffed up experience buff from mp mp3 right. so because i i tried i did about 15 runs on mp1 um because i can one hit that and i always did mp1 instead of mp0 just for the drop chance but and then uh i did about another 10 to 15 on mp5 and i felt like the amount of time i spent i spent an hour on both about and uh, it's i felt like i got a lot more on mp5 now with the upgrade mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So. Yeah, if, if you can kill with any kind of speed, you, you should be right at that threshold where things take, you know, just over a hit to kill. That's where you should, that's where she... He had close to 300% experience, too, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. So, yeah, that's what I've been up to. Um, I, I had a couple, well, I, I've had more than just a couple, but I've had a couple really cool things drop. I had a Xunamasis chest piece drop, but it was horribly rolled, so I was like, oh great, that's absolutely worth nothing, and I actually crafted a chest piece that was be better than it anyways, so I was like, okay, yeah, it's great. And one funny thing that I did notice was that uh, prior to 107, anytime an amulet would drop, I'd be pretty excited until I actually identified it, <laughs> or realized that, you know, 99% of everything that I find is junk. And but <laughs> now that I can craft amulets, it's like, if an amulet drops, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, it's probably not going to be better than what I already have. So. <laughs> Same with shoulders. With You either go spend money on a vial order, you craft a shoulder, or like picking them up. What are you ever going to find that's better? You yeah. Know? And actually, I did want to mention, uh, I, I saw this video. It was um, posted on, was it? Diablo fans? I think so. Uh, it was a guide to um, the crafting, the new crafting recipes by Tryhard Enemy. Oh my god, I totally did not pronounce his name right. Emmit. Oh, I, I can't, I can't say it. But anyways, uh, we will include a link <laughs> in the show notes and probably the video will just be embedded in the show notes. So you can watch it there. So yeah, that's what I've been up to. Looks like Enemities. Yeah, something like that. So, <laughs> so um, 
Antonio, before we before we do our sponsor ad, um, did you want to mention who's uh, gone to our forums and introduced themselves? Yeah, we actually had uh, quite a few, um, but what I think we're gonna do here, to interest of time, is just um, do the latest one and every week, depending on you know how many emails and stuff we have, maybe we'll do two instead of one. But um, the latest person I've been actually playing with quite a bit myself, and this is uh, JC Monkey. And also known as Jamie. He says, hello, been listening to all things Azeroth for ages. And then when Diablo 3 came out, I started listening to uh, you guys. I like the style of Diablo, isometric gameplay, hack and slash, Hulk and smash, crazy goodness. Uh, so do we. I can't seem to really choose which character to play, but back in Diablo 2, I always uh, preferred the Necromancer. Oh. And <laughs> I love the Druid or the Paladin. <laughs> right now, I like the Witch Doctor. I like how the Witch Doctor plays out. Oh. And since I've been playing with him, I know he does like <laughs> the Witch man. Doctor, which he's doing good with him. So I think I'll play this for a while. Yeah, he finally beat Inferno on easy mode with his uh, crappy gear. And currently, as of this intro, has four characters at level 60. And I know he's got his uh, fifth character to level 60 now as well. Uh, personally, he's he is 34-ish casual gamer who would love to sit in theorycraft all day with mass goodness. But time is money, money is time, and I like to casually drink beer, just sit back, enjoy a good casual game. And Lantoni asked me to do the intro, so here it is. Peace. Oh, that's pretty cool. That was awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, I always good to hear. Yeah, I've people. been playing a lot with Jamie. He's on uh, Mumble a bunch, and really cool to talk to and fun to play with. So, recommend anybody to add him. His um. I, I, I have a feeling JC Monkey number something I, I just have this feeling <laughs> that um, considering that he likes the Pew Doctor and like the Necromancer and both both of which I don't really like I imagine that he likes IPAs which I, I, I can't stand IPAs so um, what is IPAs? Imperial Pale Ale no <laughs> it's a beer, it's a beer. Okay. get with it <laughs> 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 I knew yeah. it was a bear. I just didn't know. You know I didn't think he drank anything besides red, or red wine. India, red red something red like that. Wine. Um, but yeah, so that's cool. Um, and but we're not sponsored by beer, although we are sponsored by red red wine. Red red <laughs> wine. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> but we are sponsored by our good friends over at Audible. You can go to bit.ly slash sspbook to get a free audiobook. And you'll with when, when you do that, you'll get a credit and you'll have over 100,000 audiobooks at your, at your... I always want to say at your disposal. I don't know why <laughs> I always want to say that. That's not right. So you can throw it but, away? <laughs> yes. No. You, you select it and then you throw it away. Aww. You know, the electronic zeros and ones you throw it away but no you listen to it first of course <laughs> and uh, with your 30-day free trial you will also have access to the digital versions of the new york times and wall street journal so go to bit.ly slash sspbook to get your free audiobook today so um before we go into the tweeters um lantana did, did you need to bail on this yeah, I think I'm going to go see what the company is doing. I unfortunately had some company pop in at about 7.30 my time and decided they were going to stick around. So I'm going to go see if they've had enough watching my TV by themselves and see if my, uh, since they're my friends and um, 
Hopefully they haven't driven my fiance nuts because I know she likes talking video games so much with them because they're huge <laughs> oh, <no>. gamers. <laughs> That's probably all they'll talk about and drive her crazy. And she's probably rolling her eyes waiting for me to get down. So yep. But I can't she wait should to probably hurry the then. The <laughs> yep. Alrighty, Antonio. Well, thank you for for joining us. Mm-hmm. And I'll see you guys next week. Have fun with the rest of the show. Thanks, okay. Gene Game. We Tim. will. <laughs> see ya. Okay, now now I can talk about him, right? Of course. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But um, okay, so we we got some tweets here. Uh, Jen, would you like to tackle these? I can do that. We have a couple of tweets here. The first one is by none other than at Nevik James, and he writes, In case any of you didn't already know, at Medros and at Shono are the unsung heroes of Shattered Stone. He's got a little, like, cheer face on the yeah. there. Cheer. Yeah. yeah. That's what that is. Yay! <laughs> and uh, Shono responds. He says, Everyone knows that the true unsung hero of At Shattered Stone is actually at Neil Diamond. Yes, uh, yes, he well. is. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm wondering if that means that Neil Diamond is actually on Twitter and he is catching some of this now. So oh, that should be interesting. And his account is verified, so it really is him, wow. or at least his publicist. So it's somebody That's connected awesome. to him in some way. <laughs> I bet real. So going from him. Neil Diamond. Oh. <laughs> I'm not sure. He probably but... follows him from a secret Twitter account that he has. Exactly. Just so that, so that way nobody actually knows that he does follow Neil Diamond. Aw. Well, he did tweet something to us, though. Rillandoon did. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, At Nevik James has spread his taint to my own show at the Steamforge. This is unacceptable. He and his sh- at Shattered Stone cohorts must pay. And he's got like a grumpy face on the end of that one. <laughs> And um, it's not his show. It's Nanania's show. He's just a co-host. Just Aww. saying, real. <laughs> <laughs> but Steamforge is another Don Forge show. Yes, yes so, it is. You, know, you guys can all check that out if you'd like to. It's a good show, too. I enjoy it. I've heard parts of it. <laughs> I am so behind on listening to podcasts, but I think I'll have more time shortly to, to start working on that. Um, to go on with uh, tweets, we have one from at S. Lekva, and I'm not familiar with this person, but S. Lekva says, at Shattered Stone, yay, finally found a key of terror! Yay! Yay! Oh <laughs> now, now just find a hundred more of them. Aww. <laughs> but it, it is more. really exciting when you get your first key. You're all like, yes! And then, oh, short anecdote story re- sort of relating to this the other n- um what was it i was uh i was recording heroically random with uh with the aforementioned Raylan dune and um Karandos and tara and i and uh i was playing while we were recording and then i killed which key warden was i killing i think it was the one the act two key warden and I saw an orange beam of light. And I'm like, yes, he dropped it. Oh, wait, it's not the key. It's a legendary. No! <laughs> because I knew it was crappy because it was a spirit stone. I'm like, oh, nobody uses those. It's just a fiery brimstone. Aww. So. <laughs> Aww. But, yeah. <laughs> we have one more tweet, so. We do. We have one from Medros. And he writes... Doing the math on At Shattered Stone episode 33, if each red, red wine, red, red wine, for every listener, 
Um, at Nevik James, we need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I was I actually was like, wait, what? And then I I tweeted back at him. I was like, uh, we are speaking hypothetically, right? He was like, yeah. <laughs> but it is a commentary on just how many... How often. Yeah, yeah. especially in our last episode, how many drop-ins there were. <laughs> just a oh, few. Oh, boy. Yeah, just wait until yeah. we get to our second email. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> Let, let's move into our emails. Brasia, we have... We, this this is definitely up your alley. We have an email from Bayou Mojo. Haha, <laughs> email from Bayou Mojo. Hi! <laughs> Just uh, trying to get my name on the listener list. I've only ever played the Witch Doctor. I love yep. this guy um, <laughs> since launch. Uh, great show. The only thing is, each week that can tear me away from my Howard Stern on Cyrus. Hi. I like that. <laughs> Thanks, to, uh, Rob, the Bayou Mojo. And, and his Twitter handle, I'm sorry, not Twitter handle, his um, battle, battle tag, tag is Boomstick1858. Well, thanks a lot, Rob. Boom I love that. Stick. Awesome. <laughs> this is my boomstick. Yes. <laughs> I think we all watched the same movies. Go figure. Yeah. Who mm-hmm. who would have who would have thunk it? Okay, so um, I'm gonna take our second email. Um, real. Oh, we're gonna get through this, okay? And I'm I'm gonna read this so that I take the brunt of his hatred. So here we go. Let me get into it. Hey, Soulstone. Oh, I'm sorry. This is an email from uh, Chipoit. I, I, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right. Chipoit. Um, yeah. Hey, Soulstoners, Chipoit here, writing in to say thank you for filling my podcast addiction for the last weeks while I was playing the game. Now for a quick intro of myself. I'm a French guy living in your hat. <laughs> in our hat. Or however you may call Canada. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's clever. I like that. Uh, I play a monk who is already... Paragon level 19 and have been through the leveling process of a wizard. Insert bad Harry Potter joke here. What? Why? Why? <laughs> Expecto Patronum. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, who is currently level 26 in Nightmare? I would like to know why none of you guys played the monk. In the past three weeks during which I had the game, I have already over 90 hours on her. Unfortunately, my playtime has dropped. Uh, dropped a bunch. Sorry, that's the red, red wine. Red, red wine. <laughs> uh, he uh, dropped a bunch since school recently started again. I also would like to know why you guys ha- have started to play red, red wine. Red, red every wine. time someone says it. I have listened to almost all the episodes, including the one where you have played red, red wine. Red, red for the first wine. time, and noticed that someone, Rillandune, I believe, not sure, sent him a mail saying that he did not like it. <laughs> That's an understatement. Um, I figured he probably was somehow the instigator of it. <laughs> he kind of is. <laughs> but why talk about red, red wine, red, red wine in the first place? I don't hate hearing red, red wine. Red, red wine. Except for when I'm <laughs> on the bus and burst out laughing and everybody looks at me wondering why or if I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I do it too and at work and it is um, Yeah, it's funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Last question. Any of you know ha- what happened to Captain Rumford in Act 1? 
In Acts 4, there is a mini-quest where he is angry at us for letting him die. But in the five times I went through Act 1, I never saw him die. Huh. I don't... I've, I've wondered that, too. I figured I, there must have been something I was missing, but I don't have the answer for this. I've looked. I've been in Act 1 quite a bit. Um, no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. Maybe it's wow, the assumption that New that. Tristram somehow got destroyed when we left it. But it's never been actually... Um, could be. Yeah. Maybe we'll get some more explanation to it in the first expansion. Or maybe that'll be know. in uh, Nate Kenyon's next book for Diablo. Hmm. Actually, that would be pretty... I, I'm... We, we need we need another new Diablo book. I, I, I think so. I agree with that completely. So, he continues. I would also like to point out some points I don't like too much about Diablo 3. First, there's more hidden footsteps. <laughs> <laughs> oh look there are hidden footprints in the sand oh, okay sorry um, <laughs> that was not bad that's that's not bad second of all why is the act that looks the best also the most annoying he must be speaking about act four. Oh, i love the look for that one or maybe act two be, just going off the next sentence i love the chaldeum desert and the dogger oasis but then it's almost as if the devs made you want to hate the act by adding the sewers <laughs> <laughs> when I think of it, I want to hate the auction house, but I'm not too much of the kind of person to hunt for uh, loot that does not drop, and I don't feel like being looked or locked to what I can find. There is one downside to the auction house, and it's when you are around 60 to 70k DPS, gear costs a lot. That mm. the third oh, and then that the third thing that I Oh, wait, I'm sorry. That's the third thing that he doesn't like. I'm sorry. I tripped over that. Sorry. Um, continues. Since I talked about what I did not like, why not say what I do like? I really love the mood of the game. It is awesome, plays well, and the ambiance made by the music is great. I also like that once I've gone through the game once, I don't feel bad for skipping the story. But of all the things I said and those I did not, what I like the most is I made three dollars and 25 cents just 56 dollars and 75 cents to go that must be to make the game effectively free <laughs> mm -hmm. oh very smart yeah anyway keep up the great work i'm looking forward to episode 34 and patch 107 even if i'm sure it's going to be a long time well actually it isn't and this also puts somewhat of a date stamp on this email yeah this would have been read if we had recorded last weekend so you would have been prior to 107 but anyways um, anyway, oh, wait, no, I already read that. P.S. A quick tip for every viewer. I'm sure I'm not the only one to say it, or say that, but buy brimstones. People will want to make the amulets, and if you wait until after the patch to buy them, you'll pay a lot more for them, and you will not make any money selling them. P.P.S. And this, this is a deep cut right here. Honeycrisp apples are indeed awesome. And by deep cut, I mean he's listened to almost all of our shows to <laughs> to know that I mentioned Honeycrisp apples and how amazing they are. So, anyways, um, and in Act One, there's a lectern that can drop a scroll that says, "You know, there is more walking cadavers in the crypts than there are people in New Tristram. People must be dying to get in there." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I you found I love it this too. Guy. 
an old joke from Brasia that I loved. PPPS, I just finished reading the Sin Wars trilogy as Jen recommended, and I loved it. I am now considering picking up the order. Should I? Absolutely. Oh, definitely. Pick- oh, yeah. Yeah. Pick up the order. It's wonderful. Yep. And uh, the final postscript is uh, PPPS. <laughs> That's a lot of postscriptums. I know, but hey, red, red wine. Red, red wine. <laughs> Thank you. What a way to end an email. <laughs> yep. That That's, is funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's like email of the of the century right now. It's uh, pretty amazing. That that's great, and I just ah, oh, it, it it warms warms the cockles of my heart. Excuse <laughs> you. That's not a thing, but I like I like mixing up metaphors and everything. So, anyways, um, yeah. We didn't answer why none of us plays the monk. He was asking. I have a monk, um, and I loved the monk in the beta, and I loved the monk up until what was it, nightmare, and then I hated the monk. Yep, that's right <laughs> where I, I am. I, yeah. But I got the monk all the way to 60. I just, um, my monk doesn't suck quite as much now that my monk has a bunch of hand-me-down, you know, self-found stuff. I'm not going to spend a dime on him, but but he he can hold his own now, so. Yeah. For me, I mean, I love, um, I like playing the monk until, you're right, somewhere like around level 36 or to 40, I just don't like playing it anymore. And I've always in games prefer playing a ranged type of class anyways. So it's just my own playstyle. I don't quite mm-hmm. like the yeah. melee. It just depends, yeah. And for me, in the beta, I was not thrilled with the monk because of that one skill where they like zip across the screen. Right. Because I'm dyslexic and I have trouble tracking things. So the monk would zip across the screen and be like, and she's gone. Where did she go to? I have no idea. So that was difficult for me. Um, but maybe I'll be a little more used to it if I look for that or I could just maybe not play that skill whatever it was called I can't remember right now everybody else out there is probably naming it going come on why don't you know this but (laughs) that one Um, but going from that like with the beta I thought that I was going to be playing the demon hunter most and that's the first character that I started with but I've been playing the barbarian a lot instead Mm -hmm. so I think it just depends you know like if I go back to playing the monk I might like it a lot more now because it's usually I'm not so into like you know hands-on combat I like the the distance kind of stuff um in other games and when I first started playing Diablo like the original one I was playing the rogue because she had a ranged weapon but yet I'm playing the barbarian (laughs) you know like a lot that's like the one I play the most so if I tried again to like really focus on the monk I might like it more now because I'm more interested in like the hand-to-hand combat right so we'll just see. It's I really want to get my um, barbarian like through the game before I like switch around. <laughs> but that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. I I'll I'll spend some time on my monk, especially if I can get the right gear to put together a tempest rush monk because that that looks like fun. But um, not quite there gear wise. So yeah. And besides, um, at this point, the the hierarchy as it would be in the world of Nevik, that is um, would be the wizard of course you know topping everybody by a large margin and then my throwing barb coming in a large margin over the next you know rank and, and then that would be my close quarters combat demon hunter because uh, I don't like playing ranged with a demon hunter gee I don't know why but um and then then the monk and then um, 
you know, all the way, you know, on the other side of the world would be the puke doctor. So, yeah. Aww. <laughs> you just want the uh, demon hunter to actually be the assassin again. That's what it is. You know, that that could actually be pretty cool. Um, I, I n never really got too into the assassin in Diablo 2, but I did like the assassin. So. Either that or you like the stilettos too much to let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look great on me. So, um, and it all goes back around to the beginning episodes again. <laughs> <laughs> so we have an email from our good friend Jesse, a.k.a. Saintly Demon. Uh, Jen, will you do the honors? Okay, so this one's from Saintly Demon, and he says, Hey guys, it's Jesse. Figured I would finally email the show. I saw that dueling will now be called brawling. Any thoughts on that? And it would be nice to get ears after kills, like back in D2. Some trophies to show off. Well, I'm trying to wait patiently for 1.0.7, which announced will be out soon. See y'all in game. Jesse, a.k.a. Saintly Demon. Yep, and little did we know at that time when he sent that email that 107 would be just around the corner. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so what, what, do you, what do you think about the change from uh, dueling to brawling, Brazia? Well, I think it's more of an attempt to make it seem like it's bigger than just a duel. Duel denotes one-on-one, well, yeah. -on -one, and brawling means, oh, you know, you can bring more than one person into it, or the space for it is bigger than just a simple one-on-one -on -one match, which is essentially all dueling is. I think it's, you know, it's just more of a how to control the conversation it, more than mm -hmm. anything else. It doesn't change what it is, it just changes how people talk about it. Yeah, and Jen, d it if it feels better being named brawling than dueling. Oh, definitely, because dueling sounds like you know two gentlemen with little pistols marching out five paces and following rules. You know, <laughs> um, it kind of does. Poor Aaron brawling Bar. just sounds like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> but brawling sounds more like Fight Club. You know, right? Like, just get in there and go. And when you talk to Neck the Brawler, he says something like. Um, oh yeah, these these heroes are off fighting each other, but you didn't hear that from me. It's like you know, first rule of brawling: don't talk about brawling. <laughs> right. Exactly. It just kind of fit better, you know. It just fit the the whole world of sanctuary a bit better. Mm. Yeah, I, I have to admit, I was a little amused by uh, by a very small contingent of the community that backlashed at the blue post about the change. They're like, seriously, we we have a blue poster wasting time on. You know, explaining to us why dueling was renamed brawling. I'm like, are you? Oh my goodness! Wow, people just like to hate. Yeah. Just like to hate. Yeah. Nerd rage. Oh my god. It's so crazy. Ugh, get it's brawling. Oh my god, it's not dueling. But anyways, <laughs> sorry. That sums it up pretty well. Yeah. But yeah, I I like it. I like it named brawling better. I'm gonna say though, I think the angels in this game come from the idea of the community managers, because there's got to be some sainthood inside each one of them to be able to deal with it every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember seeing that post um, where they were hiring uh, community managers for the Diablo team. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, no. Not going to touch that. I, I, don't, I don't think I would be a good fit. I mean, I love the game. I love the community. But I'm really, like, snarky sometimes. <laughs> no. And I, and I don't think I would. Um, I, I don't think I would have the patience to deal with some of the, uh, the venom that is 
you know, spewed on the forums on a daily basis. So yeah. not only that, but then I wouldn't be able to do this podcast anymore. So yeah, folks. And also I'd have to move to Southern California. That's, that's a no win situation mm. in my opinion. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Although <laughs> closer there. to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it's probably looking pretty good to you right now under all that snow. Oh, yeah. You bet it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could do the community manager thing either because I just have no patience for just yeah random, you know, just raging stupidity with no good reason. I have very little patience for that online. Yeah, and I, I realized as soon as I mentioned that, you know, sometimes I can be a little snarky. Um, I just realized that most of the community, well, at least, uh, you know, Bashiok and Zarheim have quite a lot of snark as well but they have a lot more patience than i do so <laughs> a lot more patience it's like night and day so um we have i man this past two and a half three weeks whatever it was we've accumulated a lot of notes here so um we'll go through this uh, uh hopefully pretty quickly um i <laughs> this is funny i didn't change this 107 sooner than soonish uh, yeah came out Tuesday. Yeah, it's here. It might be here, then. Soonish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, might be. Might, might be. be. I, I, I heard a rumor that 107 <laughs> was coming. Um, also, uh, it looks like sockets or a quest or, you know, an NPC to add sockets to items is not in the immediate future. They they haven't rolled it out. I think somebody Maybe. was listening to me last episode. Because remember, I brought that up. Oh, there's something I'd like to see. And they said, nope, you're not going to see that. It's either that or the hundreds upon hundreds of people suggesting that they add sockets in the developer Q&A. No. No, it was me. <laughs> it was all me. It was only him. It was only me yeah. and my zombie turkeys. I think the turkeys will come before the sockets. Yes. Definitely zombie turkeys. We need those. <laughs> yes. Um, and then you need zombie turkeys wearing armor that has sockets. It'll be all set. Oh, my God. That would be epic. Oh, mm-hmm. gobble, gobble. Yes, I'm all, I'm all in. Um, also, they decided and this was also prior to 107 coming out that all rubies would be using the new uh calculations the new formulas that they introduced with the higher level like they basically um i think it was what from flawless on perfect flawless mm-hmm. um they they were going to change the the you know the formula on how that calculated the increase to damage well they decided just to um apply it to all of them just to make it easy to understand um, also, we now know what Project Blackstone is, and it's not definitely not Diablo related, <laughs> not not even not even in the slightest. So, yeah, Blackstone, come on, guys, Blizzard is screwing with us. Yep, they they did that intentionally to make us think, oh well, you know, it could be the Black Soul Stone, mm-hmm. but but it's Blackstone, not Black Soul Stone. So, uh, well played, well yeah. played, Blizzard. Yeah. And yeah, it's a StarCraft II. Um, I, I, I've heard it described as a, what is it? Uh, not an ARPG. Alternative reality game. ARG. That's what, yeah, that's what it was. Um, basically, it's, it's just a viral site for StarCraft II because, you know, Heart of the Swarm comes out next month. Yeah, So less than a month. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a little guy in the house. I uh, just can't wait to start playing it. Yeah. I, I used to be into I used to be into strategy games, but not so much anymore. Oh, neat side story to kind of go along with that, since we're talking StarCraft. Um, Dog mm-hmm. was telling me that he's been playing this uh, StarCraft edited map, which actually somebody developed 
it looks almost like the original Diablo. And you could pick a oh, rogue, yes. and you could pick the, um, oh, wow. the what was it, the warrior, what was it, the monk. And it's like you mm -hmm. could, and it almost looks the same. It's really neat. So somebody built Diablo original from scratch, pretty much, in the StarCraft II editor. It's just amazing the type of thing they can put into that game right now. I know, and it's amazing wow. what kind of free time some people have. <laughs> <laughs> but true, but oh, it, it wow. just looked, it looked good. I, I thought it was fun, though, to watch him play it. Though he got to have a little bit of uh, Diablo in his StarCraft. <laughs> yeah. Man, almost makes me wish I had StarCraft 2 right now, just so I could check that out, because I forgot about that. But um, moving along... Uh, Blizzard decided to post a poll, which is now closed, so we have the results, to who's your favorite villain? Alright, everybody, let's let's take a second and let's think about this. Uh, obviously, the number one villain was Magda. I mean, of course, it's, it's always, always Magda, Magda right? <laughs> Wait, oh no, it wasn't Magda. But oh. hey, she didn't come in last, so, you know, her butterfly wings got her somewhere. You know, she didn't come in last. <laughs> she was floating just but, above the poop. Yeah. Um, the winner was, of course, Zoltan Cool, and uh, he kind of, yeah, he was a pushover. Um, he wasn't even the end of the act, boss. What a lamer. But anyways. No, he wasn't the end of the act, but did you say that he had something to do with when you're farbing something? Like you said, go with... Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you, you can do a Zoltan Cool run mm -hmm. um, pretty, pretty easily. Um, so maybe people are influenced by that going, oh yeah, that guy. Well, no. Easier to get the stuff, you know? I, I do have to admit, of most of the mini-bosses, he was the only one who really had, other than the Skeleton King, that had a really um, fleshed-out story behind him. Like, his backstory is actually pretty pretty amazing, so I, I can understand why he came in as the favorite. But he trumped Diablo oh my and God. the Skeleton King. I know, which is yeah, crazy. Yeah, wild. So, yeah. It's really wild, yeah. Well, I mean, Dalton Cool does it, because I kind of just ran through that again. He does a great job of just being that annoying antagonist, mm -hmm. where it's just like, yeah. oh, man, I can't wait to kill you. Because <laughs> you're just, yeah. he's always in his face with the snarky attitude of, you know, well, you're just a Nephilim, and I'm the best one, and all those kind of things. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, and then like there's that laugh. Diablo That's even the laugh, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Diablo's not even into your face as much as Sultan Cool is during that act. Yeah. So other than that, um, that was the extent of all the note, the notes that I accumulated from um, Blizzard officially. Um, do you have a couple of other kind of really cool? Why did I just say kind of? That that just like, you know, dissed everything else that I'm about to say. But anyways, um, <laughs> I'm sorry everybody. Not the wicked stuff. Yeah, this. Uh, there you go. I think this redditor by the name of Inigo Montoya posted some interesting brawling rules. Basically where um, everybody would start off naked and I think it oh. was go through four games and you could only buy equipment off the vendors. So you would do this like four times. You would start a new game so that, that way it would refresh all the items. It, <laughs> like, it would refresh all the vendors. So more or less everybody should be on an even plane level, right? And then at the conclusion of the fourth buying round, you know, the buying spree, then you would go into the Scorched Chapel and then brawl. So that's actually a pretty cool idea, and I think we might try this out for our next gaming night. Might be fun. Yeah, just see what happens. Yeah. 
That would fix some of the stuff with the gear. You mm -hmm. know? Yes, it would. Yeah. Yeah, because uh -huh. uh, gear breaks breaks PvP in this game, and the sooner that Blizzard realizes that they should just take gear out of the equation to give us, you know, something more structured and more balanced, you know, that's what they need to do. So uh, I think they'll do something. They just haven't quite let us know what it is that they're working on. It's because I really don't see how any other fair, how how it could be fair any other way. You know, so, but um, other than that, our, well, my friend Sipko, who, um, does his uh, State of Diablo three, um, uh, part of the Red Team Gaming, he finally has his uh, State of Diablo three on uh, iTunes now. Um, only eps, only the fourth part, episode fourteen, I guess you could consider it. It's it's, you know, it's, it's coming from YouTube. But he finally got it on iTunes, so you can check it out there. Because I've been, I've been telling him, you know, you got to get your stuff onto iTunes. That way, people can listen to it instead of, you know, having to sit at their computers or drain their batteries on their on their phones. So he he's got that going. So going up, going here on out, you should be able to listen to that through iTunes. I maybe he'll maybe. Maybe now that he knows how to do it through iTunes, maybe he'll extend to Stitcher. We'll see. But um, check it out there. One step at a time, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, yeah. Archon the Wizard had... And this one I already knew. But the fastest way to farm demonic essences is, of course, the Vault of the Assassins in Act 2. So, Because, you know, there's eight guaranteed Champion or Elite packs in there. And if you start a game and you get into the Vault of Assassins, that'll set your checkpoint there. And then every time you start a new game, well, now in 107, you'll start in town, but there will be a portal to the Vault of the Assassins. So you can just, you know, do that over and over. And that's the fastest way to do it. So um, all, other than that, um, Diablo 3, and Germinal, please, Diablo 3 has sold over 12 million copies. That's pretty cool. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah I'll take a twelfth of that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty good. Um, but other than that, uh, the rest of the stuff isn't really as necessary to talk about. I was going to talk about the new PTR build, but the new PTR build is live, so there we go. I guess we can mention um, that they dropped the chance for demonic essences and for the plans, the new crafting plans to drop. Basically, uh, the demonic essences prior to um, prior to the latest build, which is now live, it used to be a 20% chance for a demonic essence to drop at MP0 all the way up to just shy of 81% at MP10. Well, now at MP10, you only have a 39% chance for a demonic essence to drop. So they kind of scaled that back. <laughs> mm. And therefore, they also adjusted the recipes quite a bit. Um, then, also the plans that craft the new items, the new Binon account items, used to have a 50% chance from dropping th from any of the mid-bosses in, in, in an act. But they changed that as well. They made it so at MP0 you have a 20% chance, and if you go up to MP5 you have a 42% chance, and then in MP10 you have an 88% chance. So, so basically they 
you know, they said, well, it doesn't really make sense that it's just 50% across the board. Because if they had done that, everybody would have just farmed all their plans. It wouldn't have taken very long at all. But now they make it so that if you can do the higher MP levels, you're rewarded for it. So there you go. That's a good change. And Yeah. And th that's about all that I got. Um, Jen, Brazier, do you have anything else you want to bring up? I think we covered everything. We did, except for one thing which I didn't put in the show notes. And oh, of course, that's why. Uh, yes. <laughs> and that is the announcement of a new contest. Yes. Hey. I, we are going We are going to do... Now, this is different, and this is somewhat inspired by what Medros does over at Dawnforge. We are going to do a contest um, because, let's face it, folks, even though I really love the work that Epsona and Skolnick did on our intro, it, we're over a year old now, and um, with Decker Kane no longer being with us, maybe we need something a little more up-to-date. So, with that being said, we are opening up a contest, and I realize that this is, you know, kind of a big contest, so it's going to... I, I haven't finalized all the details in terms of when this contest will end. I imagine that will depend on all the entries that we get. Um, but in the coming weeks, we will announce a cutoff point. But what I'm looking for are intros to our show. Um, anywhere between 15-ish seconds, I guess, all the way up to no longer than 30 seconds. I, I don't like long intros to podcasts. So, um, you know, somewhere in that range, you know, Probably 30 seconds is good. But, um, yeah, that's that's what I'm looking for. Um, keep in mind, you know, y you can use anything from our previous shows. You know, if you want to make a mockery of me, that's fine, because I'll laugh, you know. <laughs> or whatever. You could probably pick out a whole bunch of interesting little quotes from mm -hmm. previous shows and stick them all together. <laughs> if you have the capability yep. of extracting some of the uh, um, audio files from the MPQs, you're more than welcome to do that as well. But the prize, and um, tentatively the prize, will be a $20 Battle.net balance card. So that that's pretty cool. I, I actually you know discovered that they exist, so I bought one, and I'm going to give it to a listener. Now I know $20 doesn't buy a whole lot in terms of gear, but it will buy you a ton of gold. So there you go. It'll get your point closer to that $60. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. So, yeah, that's one way to do it. Mm -hmm. So what you need to do, um, obviously you're going to need some audio editing software. Uh, if you're on PC, you can download Audacity, which is free. It's free to use. Um, and then if you are going to use MP3s, you do need to download uh, the MP3 codec, uh, MPEG codec, or whatever it is. Um, if you go to Audacity's webpage, which I believe is uh, soundforge.net, something like that. That sounds right. Right. Let, let me check that really quick. But uh, on there, there, there will be a link to download that. That. Uh, oh my goodness. Why, why can't I think right now? Um, Program. That. Co that codec. The thing that makes it go into MP3. Yes. That thing. That. That way you can <laughs> import MP3s into it, and it's not Soundforge.net. I just. I just discovered that. Uh, Audacity. Uh oh. Well, you can put the link in the show notes. Yeah, if anything. That, that's why right it's audacity dot sound, audacity dot sourceforge net. That's why I was wrong. That was close. Uh, you're close. I was close, so I was pretty close. 
Yeah, and if you're running a Mac, then you have GarageBand and you're good to go. There's a little setting in GarageBand that can make what you've uh, recorded into an MP3. And if you forget to change the setting, just throw it into your iTunes and you can make an MP3 there. Yeah. Isn't that great? You know, with Macs. You know, just works, right? Yep. Just works. Yep. The downside is there's a lot of games that don't run on a Mac. So, yeah. you know. Podcasting, gaming. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a balance. Pick your poison. Well, well at, at the very least, <laughs> you know, you have Diablo and World of Warcraft and StarCraft to fill your time if you're a Mac user. So... Yeah. Mm-hmm. You definitely could do a lot worse than just only having access to the Blizzard stable of games. So. Right, right. And you can run stuff through Boot Camp. There's some stuff that'll go, but I haven't gone there yet, so I can't really talk you through it. But why would you ever want to taint your, you know, your your beautiful monolithic Mac OS by by sullying it with, you know, a partition with windows on it? Why would you ever want to do that? Yeah, the last time I did anything with partitioned windows was like way back in the early 90s and I'm just like scarred from the experience because it never worked well. <laughs> so I'm just not even going to go there. Yeah. Personally, I just don't know. Partition? No, 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 no. Yeah. So with that, I think, uh, I think I will wrap up the show. So you have been listening to episode 34 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. If you missed an episode, you can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at ShatteredSoulstone.com. While there, why not join our community forums and talk with other listeners? Just click on the community forums button at the top of the site or in the sidebar. Uh, If you want to join us in-game, go to our show blog and navigate to our Soul Stoners Battle Tags page. There you'll find our Battle Tags as well as those of many other listeners of the show. This show is powered by you, the listener, so please send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. We love Twitter, so come join us and tweet with us. You can find the show Twitter at ShatteredStone. I'm at James. Jen is at Queen of Haiku. Braja is at the underscore Braja. And our fourth musketeer who had to bail on us tonight is at Lantonio. We would like to extend a thank you to Don Forge Productions and Medros for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Don Forge at thedonforge.com. Thank you for listening, and until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone, just go buy those plans off the auction house. It's save yourself a lot of time. Note to Diablo developers, if you could nerf Blizzard IRL, I'd kind of appreciate it. Thank you, Raja. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. It's a 12-gauge double-barreled Remington, S-Mart's top of the line. You can find this in the sporting goods department. That's right, this sweet baby was made in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Retails for about $109.95. 
got a walnut stock, cobalt blue steel, and a hair trigger. That's right. Shop smart. Shop smart. This has been a production of Dawn Forge. Copyright 2013. Find great podcasts and more at thedawnforge.com.